Oh my god, he's so pretty. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast, a podcast where you watch a movie and then we talk about it. My name's David, and oh my god, Ross, you can't just ask somebody why they're white. <laughs> uh, my name's Sam, and made out with a hot dog. That was one time, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking every night, man. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, thank you, that's very white. Setting it right. Uh, and I'm Ross, and much like Karen Smith, I have an ability to tell a shit movie with my eyes, mostly by watching it. <laughs> mostly, but not entirely. <laughs> I um, think we know where Ross is going to go. With it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, we watched this week 2004's teen movie, Mean Girls, which um, is quite a big movie, I feel. like Certainly, yeah. certainly I think of it as one of the, one of the more prominent alts teen movies um yeah mm. yeah it's a film that i had never seen but knew enough of in terms of like the cultural impact and the memes <laughs> mostly yeah. the memes yeah. uh to think that this is a film we should watch like i've never seen this i'd like to i'd like to know what all those gifts are about yeah yeah before we before we get into the plot summary sam uh, what does mrs sam think of this is this a movie she's seen i'm always interested in her um outlook being yes. someone who isn't a white man making a podcast, I'm always interested in what 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 she thinks. She likes this. She doesn't love it, but she likes it. She thinks it's a good a good film. Um, or she didn't watch it because she was fast asleep. That's what I watched this myself. Pregnancy was, will know... kick the shit out of you. Apparently, yeah. Absolutely. I went I went to put this on last night for the podcast, obviously, because <clears throat> I haven't seen it before either. And uh, Amy Amy asked, you know, what's what's this week's pick? And I went, Mean Girls. She went, Who picked that? And I said, <laughs> I think Sam. I said, he's a weird guy. Like, he's oh. a strange guy. So Amy no, said, no, no. Well, Amy said, well, I'm going to bed. I was like, right. And she goes, enjoy this treat. I was like, oh, is it, is it bad? She goes, well, it's 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 a lot like 10 Things I Hate About You. And I went, oh, yeah. And she went, what a crap version. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah, a pretty I, accurate I kind of get that, yeah. To be fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but the reason again the reason because of the meme because of the meme tasticness of this I think it's good and it's also good to it's good to branch out you know we've we've got like some very manly movies in the docket and I think all it's good suggested to, by Ross all suggested by Ross well hang on uh, Predator was a romantic comedy so <laughs> Predator yeah yeah so, so, go out with me sorry I oh I, I was thinking that romance was between Arnie and the Predator mm, oh you yeah, know. I, of course, like a really violent so I romance. Think, but still. I think it's it's important for us to branch out to do films, you know, for teenage girls and not for for three three men. Because they 30s. are dying, dying to know our thoughts on this. <laughs> it's it's really yes. important that we captivated three white men in our thirties talk on the internet about this movie from 2004 marketed to teenage girls Please honestly don't me. i think it's the most important take that society needs at the minute like it's been a rough year and we need to start setting things right by talking yeah. about gonna, like fairly middle of the line teen comedies i've said it before and i'll say it again we have our finger on the pulse and right now people are saying what did ross sam and dave think of mean girls it's been 17 right, before, years before, before before we attack the very nature of our 
having a podcast, which is already pretty shaky, and I'm, I'm not feeling good about <laughs> it on, on the best of days. It's a very good, good reason we have a podcast, Sam. What it means is we've reduced our friendship down to a business arrangement, essentially. <laughs> we make appointments. Clinical. Everything's recorded precise. for posterity. Very clinical. I don't have to fucking talk to you guys at all the yep. time. You don't have to try no and preamble. play a video game. Yeah. Yep. We watch a movie. We do some homework. We talk about it. Friendship achieved. Friendship monetized. That's what it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys getting paid? I was going to yeah, say, yeah. when's my so, check coming? <laughs> Later, soon. So in Mean Girls, we... I uh, promise. <laughs> we were... Uh, Katie Heron. Caddy? Katie? Katie. Katie Heron is... That's a joke. is it's not funny. First it, uh, time and less funny every subsequent time. Katie Heron. I didn't even realise you were making a joke. Sorry, is go a on, hit. Sam. Is in, a... in the movie, Ross. The joke in the movie. No, I got that. <laughs> go on, Sam. Right, I'll get it out. Katie Heron is a hit with the plastics. The A-list cl- uh, uh, girl clique at her new school until she makes a mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of Alpha Plastic, Regina George. So that's the basic summary of the film. It's it's a it's a Tina Fey written movie directed by Mark Waters. We all love Tina Fey. I think she's one of the one of the better, one of the best probably writers of like TV that's come out in the last mm-hmm. twenty years. Probably, I mean things like Thirty, obviously SNL. Although I never really watched that, but Thirty Rock is one of my favorite shows. And I think this is a like a in terms of the writing, it's brilliant. It's a really really witty movie. Um, the rest of it, uh, there's it's, things to be said. But for me, it feels like this movie feels quite toothless. Um, yeah. In a way that you know, we watched Heather's. Obviously, you missed that episode, Ross. Probably good on good call on that one. Um, we watched <laughs> Heather's a few weeks ago, and like that movie is has a lot in common with this, but it's kind of going all out and everyone's smoking and fucking and like you know, it's it's a bit more sharp i'm not saying it's good but they're just mm-hmm. bear with me here whereas this movie is very much like they were trying to slip in, in into that pg rating so no one's really saying the word sex no one's really saying you know there's lots of it's very aggressive but we're, we're using like other words for yeah you know these kid adult things kid, kid gloves. gloves and yeah also like the the somehow the need for like a happy ending the ending we'll get into was for me like the the weakest part of this movie yeah Yeah. go on Ross well I I was I was just going to say you guys mentioned the the writing and I'd agree that the writing is quite sharp but it just feels you know Dave mentioned toothless and it it felt like a movie by numbers for me um and just you know watching okay that you know new girl popular kids befriends them betrays them and like Dave said there's a happy ending you know right at the end and I just felt like all the way through it just felt so oh drawn out do you know what I mean mm. I felt like I uh, like I had to stop myself from falling asleep twice when I was trying to watch it I had to watch the ending again because like oh no surely I missed something here everything's wrapped up no no <laughs> we're straight from and they to... all drank lemonade <laughs> and they were happy yeah. forever it just you, felt, your yeah. your comparison to Heather's is quite a good one now i did not enjoy watching that film like that was like a, oh god there's so much long oh it's but it's a it, at least though at least though it had like an opinion about things whereas this as you say it feels a bit bland it feels like they kind of had they, they focus too much on the jokes and the lines in it and there's a reason that it's there's so many memes it's because 
there are just tons and tons of funny lines. Like you can tell it's written by a sketch writer. <laughs> <laughs> and and who would then go on and write a twenty minute comedy like based on the fact that she yeah. wrote sketches like there there's all that really experience there. Good individual jokes and there's some really funny bits. I'm sure we'll get into it. We will talk through the film a bit more. But but, but un, sorry, just un, un, unlike Heather's, unlike Heather's, Heather's has something to say and it's like aggressive in its pursuit of saying it. Whereas <laughs> this film, as you say at the end, it just goes meh. That's fine. Like yeah. we're not gonna pursue any further. <laughs> they went, and that's ninety minutes. Okay, get out, get out of the cinema. <laughs> by the way, we're by done. the way, ninety-seven minutes. This movie, oh, perfect, disgusting. Seven minutes over. Seven time. minutes Couldn't over. But it. my God, is it nice to do a short movie? We're, we're joking. When I press play on this, I was like, okay, a minute thirty-six. Sorry, Dave, minute thirty-seven. Okay, you've bought yourself some credit so far. Let's see what you do with it. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm listening. I'm listening yeah. for exactly ninety minutes. But that's it. Not a second longer. Yeah, um, genuinely. Okay, Le- less than two hours. Game on. Well done. Well done. So the starting point for this, and and I think this is like this is a good nugget of a of an idea, which is that what ha- what would happen if a kid who had never been at school, she's a sixteen or, or whatever she is, never been at school, like went to school, and so that 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 as a concept, I think is really fun. And I actually I quite like the beginning of this film. I like the beginning mm. way way more. Than the rest of it, yeah. So the the kind of the thing the 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 the, the thing, um, Katie. Um, I'm just going to say Katie, and that's just going to happen how it is. Is it not Caddy? Uh, I can't Katie. say Caddy. It just sounds wrong. It's Katie. 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 So Katie is our main character. You, that name's too difficult to pronounce. I'm just going to call <laughs> you something else. Just don't feel right. Um, so Lindsay Lohan in this, uh, she plays <laughs> Point the. Rat. She plays the main character, and basically, like, the, she's not. They could have gone several directions. She's the reason she hasn't been to school is because her parents were like wildlife scientists in Africa. So she was in Africa mm-hmm. um, with this skin and somehow doesn't look like a handbag. Um, so she was in Africa and then they come back to the US and then she gets to go to school. So it's kind of like a there's a nice. I'm sure you to what you were leading up to, Sam. There's a really cool like is you know which one's the real jungle, the jungle or high school, and that's kind of like a nice. But we drop that after about half an hour, I think. There's some really cool like they, they sound effects, the some really good with foley. They hit you over the head with it, then they drop it. Yeah, and largely by these these like scenes where the kids trans transport into animals. You know, they they, they just become and they're like howling and monkey arms. Really fun, like really funny, and I love it when they go back into it. But again, they do drop that until right at the very end. It felt very reminiscent you know, of Scrubs. You know, when he does those like fantasy cutaways. Yes, and then you come back, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And totally. the janitor from Scrubs is in this. He plays the dad. Uh, Neil, well, see, that's the thing. I press play again. Amy was in the room, and I press play. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know he was in it." And she goes, "Yeah, he's in it for like forty seconds." Like, fuck. Yeah, he, he has like four lines and have yeah. one facial expression. It's like <laughs> just pretty much just casual much. dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that- but that that's that you know moving from homeschooling and into and we and we do get some funny lines about her be like everyone calls her Africa for a start and There's obviously she doesn't and amazingly funny I really really did make me laugh where uh, Tina Fey so Tina Fey plays uh, she not only wrote this she is plays the teacher in yeah. it um, and I think Tina Fey is a really good actor I think mm. she elevates pretty much anything she's in I've seen some really bad films but Tina Fey's in it and I enjoy I've enjoyed her in it and mm. she's like 
in this movie. And so Katie is a Lindsay Lohan plays the she's in the classroom and oh there's a new kid. They're from Africa and she's like um and she starts talking like like she's speaking to a foreigner to this black girl who's sat in the classroom. She's like, Hello, welcome to our classroom and she's like, um I've been here for five years. She says, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> like it was uh, like I texted you guys watching and I was like, Okay. I, was like, I laughed a bit harder than I probably should have at that. And I'm like, I'm gonna hold my hands up. That was that, okay. It's not. I don't think it's a question. What I think it's. A, I think no, it's. A, I think it's, it's a, joke a good about observation about expectations, and it's, it is a well, and it's a well-timed joke. And again, mm. comedy is timing, and this movie does that well. I think, like so, when it delivers a joke, it's I'm, funny and it lands. I'm glad you mentioned that because that yeah that was a really funny joke. However, they milk that several times, like within the space of <laughs> yeah, twenty lot, minutes yeah. after that. There was there was one point where she was in the cafeteria. Katie is walking towards it. She walks past this desk, uh, you know, picnic bench, whatever they call it, you know, and had like you know a group of black students at it. And then she greets them in what I assume is like something like Swahili or you know a South African language. And I'm like, oof, that's yes. that is a bit. And then what it is, what that is, that is a weird joke, Ross, because it's odd because this girl's lived in Africa for her entire life. Mm. She comes over and it's that she sees somebody sat at the table who looks a bit like someone she knew in Africa. So she like shouts the name out. It's like, oh, hi. And then it takes her way too long to realize this is not somebody she knows. And it's like, I I didn't think she knew that. You grew up in Africa. No, no, no. Not Hmm? she's she's saying it because she because she thinks that they're also going to speak. Whatever language that she's speaking in, that, yeah. that, that they spoke in Africa. Well, we're like, talking about two different, the, two different scenes. I, I don't know, but e- but either way, it's a good, it's a it's a good introduction to like. I think this, it's my favorite part of the film is is this fish out of water thing of her going into high school and having to figure out all of the dynamics of like. You, you know, love what, a good what, fish out of water story, Sam. I, I do. I do. Does, like there's. There's a bit, and there's a bit in there, and it's like they're they're, they're talking. She's because there's a voiceover in this, which we can talk about a bit as well. But she's, I've never, I've grew up not being controlled by adults, and like she tries to go for a piss. Oh and, yeah, that was good. And the teacher, and this is the total thing. It's like, so children have to ask to urinate. Like we're talking about what, probably and, the most basic. And the teachers function. can say no. No, I don't think so, love. Sit down. She's um, like, uh, oh, nice try. Sit down. It's like, well, so what's she going to do then? Just piss herself in the fucking seat. Like, America, America. And England and Wales and Scotland yeah. and Ireland, and Ireland. We grew yeah. up as well. Like, it's it's insane. But there's, So there's all these things and it's like, she's just not used to being controlled and saying, you can't do this, you can't do that, you have to wear this, you can't wear that. Because she's had this... You know, free roam life in in you know they never say which African country she's in. I don't think it's, it's always just Africa, which is like saying Europe. Not be, not be <laughs> super more specific, clear. please. Well, because this is targeted at like teenagers and Americans. American teenagers at that. Yeah. So like Africa's fine. That's all the information <laughs> not they need. Really and care about can the socioeconomic. Cope with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Africa uh, very different to Zimbabwe though. There is yeah. there is a, oh, yeah. a difference there. Yeah. So, but um, so, so, so this start of the film, I think, is great, and, I'll, and I, it was the most. It was really engaging, and I was like, "Great, this is going to be a, a fun exploration of this guy, of this girl's like attempt to navigate through high school." And then uh, we start to kind of move away from that theme a little bit when we when we get into the stuff with Rachel McAdams. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll get into the plastics in a minute. Let's sort of like break down this opening bit 
a bit more because like this is where we establish most of our like high school teen movie tropes uh we talked in 10 things ahead about you about the oh those are the stoners because the yeah. um what's his face um robin it's not robin but the guy who played robin um, the actor in 10 Things I Hate About You is in the same situation. He's a new kid at the school, so we get like the, oh, those are the stoners and those are the white rasters or whatever the joke is in that movie. Um, and the we kind of get the same thing. Yeah, the urban cowboys, interesting. Um, we kind of get the same thing in this movie, but it's kind of like, it's not played for laughs as much as like, it's just an established fact of this universe is that you've got like, Oh, and those are the plastics. And and Heather's, again, is a good sort of, again, tropey thing where it's these three three girls are like, they're the most popular girls in school and they kind of run everything. And it's, again, impossible to know how much this is based on truth. Probably not. And how much yeah. this is just like self-perpetuated, like Hollywood myth built up well, by John Hughes. Well, it was it was it is based on loose very very loosely based on a self-help book by Ro- Rosalind Wiseman who and it's called Queen Bees and Wannabes and there's a line in this film where they re- where, they, where they talk about she's the queen bee and basically it's like i think it's help help your daughter survive cliques gossip boyfriends and other realities of ad- adolescence so there's there's a good, there's a source material here of like and you know the horrible shit that teenage girls get up to because yeah. and boys but you know like this is the focus on girls and i also think then that was kind of taken as like this is the starting point and yeah. then built on by tina fey well i think I will, it's, it's, I will... it's, the fact that it's girls is important because men are very stupid so like a movie about men and the the high school politics of, of boys would not be as interesting because it would no. just be like really aggressive and fighty you know um, we've got more they bring in their game boys and trade pokemon that's those long periods of just nothing yep. just yep. boring you know not even conversation that's how most of our our yeah. growing yeah, up long conversations are squinting at things to make it look like boobs oh this with controller yeah, yeah cool <laughs> cheers yeah. thanks Sweet. Absolutely. not <laughs> yeah. engaging you know it's like listening to this podcast no one wants that no no but so that's the starting point and then as i said tina Fey's built on it and it, and I do, I do like the richness. I do like the richness of the cliques and of the different kind of the the kind of landscape, the tapestry that that they manage to create in this. I think is really fun, and you kind of get a lot out of that. But when they start to plug in the plot, that's where it starts to get a bit bogged down, you know. And it's it's trickier. It is, and it's. Um... What it is, is usually like, and we talk about movies a lot with this, is it kind of suffers at the hands of its own premise of like, the premise is quite interesting, but I don't know how you would make a 90 minute movie just about her like navigating the difficulties of high school without one big centralized plot. And in this movie, the centralized plot is um, kind of like, it's hard to nail down, but essentially it's her being one of the popular girls and it's. Let's like, ruin this because Let's it goes ruin. because it goes into that. It kind of like and it doesn't have any. It doesn't have a clear message. We've talked about this. Like it doesn't have a clear idea of what it's trying to say, other than isn't this funny? And I think that's the weakest point. Is like it's not trying to say, you know, we should all you know get along. Although it does literally say that, but it's not trying to say that. That's not the theme of the movie. And like it's not trying to say anything noteworthy whereas it should pick a lane it should be like 
It's right, and messages. she learns that she should spend time with her friends and fuck everyone else, and not like oh, and everyone was suddenly, suddenly they put drugs in the water and everyone was fine. You know, like the ending of this movie. <laughs> it it feels like this movie. I'm I'm gonna go off on a tangent a little bit here, but I feel like this movie would have been better suited as, you know, like a TV series. You know, like Saved by the Bell esque. You know, getting on with the clicks, destroying the clicks. You know, getting up to these weekly hijinks. The the fantasy cutaways, you know, it's it seems like it's scrubs, but for younger teenagers, um, and yeah. just as a movie for me, it doesn't work, and that makes sense, doesn't it, with with who we've got, you know, involved involved in this. Mm-hmm. So I guess like a starting point is is maybe the different cliques because we've got like um, is it, I think it's Damien and Janice. I love I love the character Damien by the way. I think it's hilarious. Some of his some of his line reads I think are great. But those are the two that kind of take on um, uh, Lindsay Lohan's character, uh, uh, Katie, and like bring her into the flock and say it's okay, come sit with us, and you know this is what you, this is how you navigate the, the things, and here's she's a popular kid, and blah blah blah. So like that's the starting point for for Katie, and then I guess the the kind of arc is, of the story is her moving away from that because she is trying to ingratiate herself with the plastics. So, and this is where we're like, it's already complicated. So she can get up, get one over Rachel McAdams' character because she used to go out with a boy that Katie likes but doesn't anymore, but they're not allowed to go out with any... And you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit lost, to be there, honest. Why are you doing this? This? Is, this, is where it, this is where it lost me as well because I could understand... <laughs> Usually in a teen movie, it's they befriend them and then the 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 popular clique, you know, makes a fool of them, you know, embarrass them in public, some shit yes. like that. She, so far, she's done nothing to them. Do you know what I mean? She's done nothing. And then, you know, Katie's a bit of a bitch. You know, <laughs> she just turns on her like that and is like, "Oh well, you've done this thing before we've even met. I must end you." And then this yeah. is how the whole you know revenge well, plan starts. The the the, the kind of setup for that is so she's like the. The, the nugget here is Lindsay Lohan's attractive. So that's like the reason that these popular girls want her to be in their gang is because like, oh, that's one sexy bitch. Let's get her with us and we can all be sexy bitches together. The movie is telling you this so much. We'll talk about yeah. the over-sexualization of teenagers, I'm sure. Yeah, um, we're we're going to so touch on that. She gets in the gang and basically like, she doesn't know what to think. She kind of knows these art kids and they're nice and... You know these people; they seem all right and they're pleasant, but it's different. Like there's a, there's a, you know, their own unique sort of high school politics going on that that, that Lindsay Lohan does not understand. So she gets to know them. She likes this boy because he's really dreamy. That's as far as that goes for now. Um, and then essentially learns like, oh, you can't go out with him because he went out with her, and that's like, you know, that's the code. You can't, you know. Anyway, and then what happens is. She, being an honest person, expecting everyone else to be honest and forthright, talks to Regina, says, I really like this boy. And Regina goes, oh, you go for it. But what she does is use that to get off, to get back with her boyfriend, seemingly just to piss off Lindsay Lohan. And then that is the setup for, yeah. like, right, now we have to take this bitch down. Now, to be fair to the film, that sounds pretty realistic. Like, it does sound like a thing that would happen. And, and you know, not being a teenage girl and, in fact, never being a teenage girl, <laughs> quite hard for me to, like, pin that. But that it's, it's, it's from all the media that I've been instructed by, it sounds like a fairly realistic thing. But what I think it doesn't connect, doesn't really connect with Katie's character, who seems 
like she number one she's dead smart she's really which i think is a great choice like she's not just she's not vapid she's really clever and there's a great there's a great um like through line in this of her being really good at maths and wanting to join the mathletes but not being allowed to because of the social status americans that that would... are so weird i know even clubs I mean, at school fine i i think there was a chess club at my school uh we lucky i see this is the thing when i through my you know uh, like sam through my exposure to american media like when you hear things like chess club i would have loved to join chess club i really like chess debate club oh my god i would yeah. fucking love debate club <laughs> whatever it is be, i'll debate it yeah. fuck you you're debate wrong. club it's a I club you be... debate with yes. <laughs> beat them i would um, love that like the AV but, it, but ultimately, ultimately, yeah. clubs at school are shit. But like the mathletes is kind of like a, and I'm not. I think Americans are into stuff like that and spelling bees. Like all of this, like it's not even intellectual. All of this, like um, competitive, like scholastic stuff that ultimately yeah. should not ha- be competitive. We're gonna but maths it's... you. We're gonna out maths you. You don't even know how mathsy we're gonna <laughs> I'm get. I'm gonna math you, and then I'm gonna math your mum. <laughs> I'm killing him. <laughs> Excellent. But Ross, but for we Kate... can only calculate pi to within 465 digits. <laughs> Your mama's so big. <laughs> Brilliant. You guys should join Math Club. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good. But it, but all that stuff works. Like it works as like a. This is what you should be doing. You should use. But then they like they don't really give me any any reason that she's not doing that. Like the fact that she likes a boy a bit. You know, she does. She's spoken to him like three times. You know, the whole thing. Again, it might be realistic, but it's a, it's a, it's a very, very, it's a core plank of this movie. And then they just don't really give us enough, I don't think, to justify all of the other crazy shit, like no. putting feet cream in her moisturizer, so her, you know, her, so her face smells like peppermint, and and like doing all that, giving her the bars that make her really fat and putting all the weight. Right. It's just um, like... I, I, I was going to wait till we came across it, but I'm glad you brought that up now, Sam. There is some really fucked up shit that Katie does, and she's supposed to be the hero, which, fair enough, you know, you're going to pull pranks. You know, we've all seen Van Wilder in America Pie. You're going to pull pranks on the on the dickhead and turn them out to be fools. This, I don't know what the term is, but surely this is some form of, like, if not maybe poisoning is a bit too far, but there's some sort of... <laughs> it's it's illegal, surely. Do you know what I mean? Like, feeding someone so they gain mass like, against is, their will. I, That's I force would, feeding. I would say, Ross... I think I, she was going to be four fucking gras, wouldn't it? I know, but hear me out here. Like, <laughs> I, I see what you mean, but I do think kids, teenagers especially, are absolutely cap- more capable than adults of that kind of sociopathy. Like, I, I genuinely believe, I went to school, there were some, like, incidents at school with, like, various kids, and, like, kids are fucking horrible to each other when they want to be, mm. for almost no reason. So that kind of, like, the vindictiveness that's going on here, because when you're a teenager, everything is the biggest, most important thing that could ever possibly be. Everything is, like, high drama, because you've got because, all these hormones rushing yeah. around your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I'm, I'm a- Go on, Russ. I was going to say, but it, it doesn't excuse like I like I don't know about your high school days, but we never got to a point where we were fucking force feeding someone, you know, or you know, feeding them anorexia. Fucking t- I, I'm sorry, maybe that's the wrong 
It definitely is only on, only on Fridays. I don't, I don't um, use any medication called no, anorexia is... pills. But you know, <laughs> Ross, are they causing it? anorexia or treating anorexia? I'm really unclear. <laughs> Mantis toboggan, MD. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but in, for me, in, though, in terms of that, in terms of that vindict- that vindictiveness, though, like that. That does again. It feels real, and it feels like it's a it's an accurate reflection. We get to see lots of it in the burn book, which 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 is a book that the plastics have written, that basically has like a picture of of ev- almost every single girl in school, mm-hmm. and with something nasty, you know, written next to them. I um, actually love that. I love that bit. I was like, good. A it's list. very funny. Good. It's good setup and payoff as well because we get yeah. to see that. Like, you get to see them writing it. Like I think Janice is, you know, just Dyke, and then th- th- that's just, that's all they go for. Some of them and are funnier late- than others. Yeah. <laughs> later later I'd on, I'd love David to be in that room, just being the catty bitch. Oh, you think that's an insult, you like, whore? <laughs> you think that's funny? Come on, <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can do better than this, ladies. Try again. Try again. <laughs> but later on, that gets revealed, and then we all, you know, everyone gets to read <laughs> to read it, which is which is amazing. Like, so there's. That's really cool, and again, it's it probably does feel like this is high school, or this is mm-hmm. a version of high school that we never experienced, at least. But, but yeah, it feels like again, though, from a, from the film's <clears throat> point of view, and what you guys have said as well, like the only reason Katie is is doing these things is kind of because she's doing these things, like yeah. So the 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 big sort of um, trailer scene here. Is when she rushes over to um, her cool friends, um, whose names someone will remind me of, uh, Damien and the other one, and um, Janice, and she Janice. says, "Oh, she's Janice, thank you. Uh, oh, Regina's done this horrible thing, blah 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 blah." And they have the plan, and I do quite like a chalkboard scene. It's not the best, but they have like you have some funny lines again, noteworthy lines. You know, oh, what do you do? We have to strip her of her army of skanks. Which just always gets a laugh out of me, um, and like the various plans is right. We need to make her ugly. We need to take away all of her friends, and we need to make everyone hate her. Like that's mm-hmm. what we need to do. Why doesn't everyone already hate this woman who terrorizes them? By the way, that's just a little well, aside. Very good point, Dave. And maybe because she's not that big of a bitch. Yeah, sure. You know, she's a teenager, and you know, she's you know she's popular, so she's going to be a bitch to some people. Maybe she isn't the fucking colossal, you know antagonist that she's made out to be and that and that could be a, the culmination of this could be that Re, that regina is revealed to be a human person that could be like the the culmination of this movie is that Lindsay lohan realizes that like she because she is quite horrible at parts in parts of this movie yeah. and like that should be the arc it should be the realization they're like yeah. oh my god i'm a horrible bitch and this poor girl who you know maybe was a bit rude and maybe is like you know, a bit conceited, mm-hmm. has done far less horrible things than I've done, and it's and because she gets rejected from the group eventually when she you know she's not wearing the right clothes on a certain day or whatever it is, she gets rejected from the group. So it shows that it's the system in place, like that 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 they've created, yes, but now has taken on a life of its own. Um, I have to say, I do absolutely love Rachel McAdams in this. I think it, this is an. Uh, a ph- phenomenal piece of acting. Like yeah. she you know is what, so. Do you know what's dis- impressive? She is seven or eight years older than all of the rest of the main cast of this movie, and you yeah. wouldn't know it. I think she was in her mid twenties when they filmed this, and everyone else is eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, like it's 
it is top quality. The way that, the way that she manages, like the bit when she says, "Oh, that's a lovely uh, bracelet you've got," which ends up being, like, you know, her her way of going. That's disgusting. Yeah, you know? all of that, like that that fake um, uh, kind of niceness, which which then is trans, you know, transported into the the the, the venom. I think is brilliant. Big year for her though, because she she was in this film and she was in the Notebook. Wow, um, which is which is like whew, Rachel McAdams is killing it in two thousand four. She she's on fire. I just like a... I just I love every scene she's in. She takes over completely, and you're like, I just want to watch what she's doing. You know. Yeah, um, we should also mention while we're talking about her, uh, her mum is played by Amy Poehler. Um, in like, <laughs> yeah. in I love I love her commitment to this fucking horrible mother character who's like totally like dominated by this daughter mum get out go and do your hair and she's like okay oh you keep me young i just love and you girls the fake tits jokes oh my god yeah uh but really that, made me but, laugh. That, but that's where we go back to these people are highly experienced improv artists like they know how to deliver lines they are they are comedy through and through and and then we'll, so we, when we get those line deliveries and the overacting and the you know the real stuff that could be quite risky in in another movie we get it from Tim Meadows we get it from Tina Fey um the coach some of the coaches some of the coaches lines the like, coach by the way who's a diddler the coach who is a nonce yes like he was a, he was a pedophile yeah in, in not not the actor Ross you're doing a face uh, sorry the character <laughs> no, no, in this yeah. movie he <laughs> no, goes no. he goes on the lamb I know this is he was life having is. sex with I know I, I can separate real life and, and movie land thank you I'm just checking um, it was like the um it was the on the video feed it was Ross's like <gasps> yeah. oh my god reaction <laughs> no, and I was like was he knows that... I'm not talking about the actor right <laughs> it was just that, like it was I forgot that I saw that I was like oh shit yeah, yeah. I was like coach that, car that was downplayed yeah. Quite a lot. The yes. movie, the movie is not interested in addressing that as a serious thing that's happening. No, what it is is it's used for a laugh. The two girls fight over him like like they. It's like used being... as a way to make um, uh, in, uh, Tina Fey's character, uh, the accusation placed against her. It's used to make that accusation more plausible, which. Yeah. On one hand, is clever, but the other hand is you've got a fucking paedophile in this story. <laughs> in this charming kids movie, yeah, you really sure need to like come up and... again. But it's tonal, and that's what I'm saying about this. Like that joke would be funnier in a film for adults, like, and they would make more of a joke of it. And it that do you know what I mean? Because you can make that funny, but this Heavens. movie <laughs> is kind of like, hey. <laughs> No, no, it is no, no. It is a funny. It is quite funny. Like the way that they, the way that they do it is, is there is there is humor there. You can make yeah, jokes the, about serious things and it be funny uh-huh. without. Do you know what I mean? Without being like a cheap shot at those yeah. things. But we need to see this guy in prison. Like we need to see you him. You need to see him arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't get to see that. We're you need, like, he's gone now. He's you need he's the gone off to a different from Shawshank state. scene. <laughs> You know, like the oh, right, you lock the door and uh, blow my head off. <laughs> oh my God. That would be That's twice in a week. We awesome talked about that. I'm sure that would be awesome to see. Just like complete tonal change where this guy gets <laughs> bludgeoned severely, <laughs> and then it's like, oh my God, he's so pretty. 
<laughs> just as guys getting <laughs> the shit knocked out of Well, it, it does feel like a series of sketches, doesn't it? So maybe that would just slot in and slot yeah. out. We wouldn't really notice. We'd be like, yeah. what? And then we just on to the next bit. Whatever so happened to good. the coach? And he's like hanging by a belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be that again, would be like you could make you could make that funny. You could put it in this movie and it'd be funny, but like what? they don't. They kind of shy away from any. No, there's no consequences in this movie for any action. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although well, well, on, they try well. to do that when Regina gets hit by the bus, which really Let's like. Hold. Let's hold. We'll come to that in a second because while we're on sexual exploitation of teenagers, oh, cool let's talk. Let, <laughs> let's talk about. All right, Sam, you've got my interest just, peaked. There we go. It's not just this film. It's not. It's not just this film. <laughs> it's also like just Hollywood in general. We love. We as a society, to be clear, sexy, and a podcast, sexy teenagers. We love sexy teenagers. The sexier, like, the better. What is what is going on with dude? It's. Do you know what it is? I think it's like, life. It's and this movie I think is maybe the most egregious example of like because these girls do not dress like 15, 16 year olds. They dress like, you know, tw- sexy twenty year olds. Which the, they um, mostly are. Or the, the most is mostly over. The most egregious yeah. scene in the entire Some movie type. is obviously is and I want to address it in a bit more detail. Um Go is on. the the Santa sort of song they sing. Yeah. Yep. Now your parents yeah, are watching yeah. this. Only <laughs> Katie's parents are like, oh my fucking lord, why is our daughter dressed like a streetwalker with her friends? Like, I love you. Giving half the room an erection. This is not okay. I, lo- I loved yourself. your mic control there. I loved your mic control there, Dave. That was beautiful. Your parents. <laughs> like it was... <laughs> Let me set the scene. But I'll tell that's you. actually not the most disturbing thing about that scene. Go on, Ross, it gets go on, worse. You say. Well, I, I just, just I, go on, Dave. Go on. Well, I was just going to say it's established that these three girls have done this multiple years in a row. They're sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> it now. gets a little easier every time. How long <laughs> have they been doing the sexy, sexy dance in the latex miniskirts? Kindergarten, like. <laughs> America, you got problems, man. This is real yeah. child pageant fucking well, smack of it. I've seen child pageant shows. It's fucking insane. But all I was going to say was, uh, just to add to your point, Dave, because as as a dad, I don't have a daughter. But I can only imagine, like, this was one of my main fears if I had a daughter and, you know, you know dressed like that. And I'm like, I'm not, just imagine being there and you're like, oh, she's in the school play. This is going to be adorable. She's just joined new school. She's made friends. She's going to be in this performance. She's made, oh my God, this is going to be great. She, the main event, fantastic. Curtain top, what the fuck is that? <laughs> just like, just dadding your way through the auditorium. Get the fuck out of my way. The fuck do you think's going what on? What are you doing? <laughs> Put some clothes like, on. But it, but, drop, get, drop kick the stage manager. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it, run, it runs through, it runs through the whole movie. Like, as we, as you said, Dave, uh, Lindsay Lohan's character is, sexy like she is supposed to, and that's why she gets in because she's hot and and again like it, she's an 18 year old woman you know so it's not it's not like the film is sexual literally sexualizing a minor but but we're told all the time and you see this in you see this in so many movies you know it's just it's just countless where the the very clear and bare intention is that these teenagers like and even sometimes we're looking at really early teens and you're thinking fucking hell uh, as as we do in the last shot of this movie with the with the new plastics who are 
you know, really, really much younger, dressed up in the same miniskirts, yeah. and they're strutting the along. The pastel colours. And this you're like, good oh, I don't want to look at this, please. Lindsay I don't want to Lohan. talk to a teenager. Never mind. We haven't, we haven't really mentioned Lindsay Lohan, and obviously this is kind of like the zenith of her career was around this time. And she was a child actress. And obviously that's horrible because I don't know if you've seen photos of Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I know. Man. Recently. It's, it's been, like, she's yeah. had a really rough like couple of decades. Loads of drug problems, loads of police issues, like largely because of this, the fact that she's been sexualized since she was 11 years old by Hollywood. <sighs> and it's really fucking rough. And like, it's hard to watch this movie and not think like, please someone help this poor girl. C- yeah. Can I, you know how bad it is, is that she has, when you go to personal life on Wikipedia, she has an entire page just for her personal life. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it subs off into an entire page. It's never a good sign. Like, and I, and I think, I think you're right that, the the Lindsay, the Lindsay Lohan movies that we've that, that we've seen there's um, Freaky Friday there is the Parent, Parent Trap, Trap remake yep which is great she's brilliant yep. like she's such, she's and he, and in this as well she's so engaging and I think it's it's not as quite as good when she's being a plastic but earlier on she's like really likable it's a good, it's a good and, performance she's obviously like a professional actor you know. This was, I think, number eleven in the New Yorker's uh, very um, uh, uh, list of top performances of the twentieth first century. I, I think, which is seems a bit of a stretch. Like it's a good performance, but let's maybe not go crazy with with that. But it's, but I think it is a real shame we've seen this, and it, and, it, and you can't, you can't, you can't take away the um, the impact of like of being this sexualized especially when you're young even at 18 you're like you're not really an adult are you you're still off, you know you still have no idea what's going on and i think it's a i, th- I do I'm think it's something I'm we still need figuring it out yeah exactly <laughs> i think it's something we need to we need to sort out and we need to stop these portrayals because yeah. otherwise it's just gonna like imagine being a kid and watching this as well thinking that's yeah. who i need to be you know I mean, it's not we, a- th- we have this problem with teen movies a lot where like you know Teens obviously are getting up to like lots of sexual stuff, and so it feels right to have it in the movie. But it, obviously, then it becomes problematic when, in a movie like this, I think there are lots of moments where it's like, "How sexy can we make these kids?" It's not like it doesn't feel real, you know. I think I think that's an extremely well put point, Dave. And what you want to think about as well is that, yeah, when you're teenagers. Yeah, you're horny as shit. <laughs> you, you, you know, you're trying to hump anything that moves. But God, and, and, random and, erections <laughs> for no reason at the worst times. Yeah, being anyway, a teenager was you, the worst. Let's put a pin Dave, in that. Dave, you are on. You are on the internet. Just to be, just to make sure you remember. Yeah, just okay. I, I realised um, that. Uh, I'm sorry to inform the internet that teenagers, teenage boys, get random erections for absolutely no reason. I'm sorry if that's and, and shocking we are now news on the for FBI's me to admit. Watch Moving list. on. We are now on a watch let's, list. Let's, let's move on. It's let's a weird on. thing to point out. Oh, we, we are online, Dave. You can't say things like erection online. I'm, just, Ooh, I'm, joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm the I'm the prude police. You can't say that. <laughs> Why is the prude police English? Anyway, what I was Dude, to say the was, prude police are definitely English. I'm sorry, but that's just <laughs> yeah, fair point. Fair point. Um, but yeah, so what I was saying is, yeah, teenagers they're going to try and hump stuff. But <coughs> and that's that's my point is that stuff. they're not going to be stuff. They're not going to be <laughs> as coordinated mm, or as sexy looking or as, mm. 
Sorry, Ross. Go on. I have to stop. I'm just waiting for you to get out of your system. What I'm saying is they're not going to be as coordinated or as suave or, or as even as charming as they're, as they're portrayed in movies, you know, because that's, that's all so smooth. But like Sam said earlier as well, like young kids are watching this and they're like, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to emulate. And then I am popular. Then I am sexy. Then I'm attractive. Then I'm successful. Yeah. Um, it's in a movie though. It's, 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 you are right, Ross. And it's like, it, I think it's sending the wrong message in a movie. It's heightened reality. And we as an adult mm-hmm. adults understand that like, that's a core point of movie making it because yes, if we were watching normal looking people do normal everyday things, it'd be dull as <laughs> shit. And there'd be far too much time spent in toilets, to be honest. And like, so you remove all of that, you strip all of that out for, for movies because it's this heightened reality. No one ever uses the bathroom. Everyone always looks immaculate. Like yeah. clothes are tailored for everyone. But again, mm. it's just kind of this heightened reality. And this movie very much is that where, you know, mm. it's very, it's very bright. It's very glamorous. And it's very like, you know, again, these teenagers aren't only really, really sexy, just in case you'd forgotten, because this movie really wants you to know these teenagers are sexy. Um, they're also really accomplished, like, you know, they've got more confidence than a 45 tech billionaire, you know? Um, like, and and it's, you are right, and they're really accomplished, and there's none of that awkwardness that absolutely every teenager has. Yeah. Uh, the w- One of the other scenes that we get sexualized to move some, along the plot a bit is the Halloween thing. And and they, it is funny because they like they kind of like point, a, they, they point, a, uh, point it out and shine a, a light on it that says... You know, it, uh, Halloween for teenagers, teenage girls, is well, we're basically wear lingerie and put bunny ears or put some kind of animal ear on top of of whatever you are, and that's it. That's all you need yeah. to do. And um, the, and and that and that works, except obviously Katie doesn't know that, so she turns up as an ex-wife who is a who is a, a you know in a in a wedding <laughs> dress, Hawking. but. Like a zombie, yeah. So it's, just it's a, a really, joke. it's a really committed costume. I was really like, it was brilliant. Somebody, somebody put some thought into this, and the, you know, the costume designers. But she's the only one who's dressed like that because she's just dressing up in Halloween clothes, like almost like a child would, you know, like in terms yeah. of just Having getting fun with it. Yeah, and that's where we get to. That's where we um, see Regina's like retaliation for the fact that Katie likes Aaron. Kate, oh, I mean, trying to keep up with this sound. It's like high school just talking about it. Uh, <laughs> well, so Sam then Katie said Dave said did this. Said. And, uh, and, and, well, I think and, we can all agree um, we're exactly as sexy as these teenagers. I mean, that's obviously a given. That's yeah. just a, of course, it's a curse. <laughs> and that, and that's where that's where the treachery really starts to um, starts Manifest. To, to kind of yeah go and and all of the horrible things like making a gain weight with the with the nutrition bars and uh, slowly turning all of the other plastics against Regina to kind of like ruin her standing. Um, mm-hmm. But w- what we also get in at this point, which I'll let you two talk about, is the turn where Katie becomes a plastic and rejects Janice and um, Damien a bit, which I think is a is a important point in the film. It is. It is an important point in the film. Like I said, it's the... It's the kind of, but it should come later. I feel like it's it's too early for Katie to realise that she's a horrible bitch and that she's been a horrible bitch to everybody. Like that, sh- that should be kind of like not deathbed, but like it should be the movie's deathbed. This should be like the final act. Like, oh my god, I'm a horrible individual. I should kill myself. No, less suicide in movies <laughs> generally, but um, you know, it should it's be not like. Heavens. 
that realization and that apology and that kind of like mending fences with Damien and Janice should be the emotional like through line of the movie rather than what we get, which is that she realizes she's an arsehole quite you See, know at this party. I I disagree, Dave. I don't think it came too early. I mean, for me, I didn't notice it until it was too late. You know, the, you know the gradual thing, and that's maybe it's it's either a good thing because it did it really well, or a bad thing because I wasn't paying attention. But I thought it was so gradual that you know by the time the process of complete, it was like oh shit, and there were sort of like hints at that throughout the movie up until that point. I don't think it came too early. I just think the third act was fucking long, and I think that that that's that's that was the worst part of it for me. Yeah, we you, want it, you want the movie to get out of there. You want you you know she's been horrible. You've had all your tropes. You've had all of that. You've had your really sexy dance number. Like you've had everything, <laughs> and she has the she's had the house party. The house party is the big like this is fucking what people are tuning in for. It's high school shenanigans. We're having a party because the parents are away. Like it feels like this should be very close to the end of the movie. So maybe I'm I'm not saying that. It's not a good point. I'm not saying they don't earn it and do the turn of her being horrible well, Ross. I do think it's plotted well. I just think there's too much movie left to go for this to be like, you know, for, before this to be revealed. Um, but I Agreed. would agree that generally, like, they, I think again, like, it's easy to understand the the pro her progress from, you know, she's a nice girl who's trying to get her own back on this other girl to she is like the arch evil person <laughs> in this high school. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, much so. Yeah. Very much so. And it's a good. Um, it's. I, I think it. Prog- I think it does progress though into the like the apology scene where basically all of this has been revealed. Regina has spread these papers, the photocopies of the burn book, and claimed that the other plastics are the ones who were in it because they're they're the only ones who don't have an entry. Who aren't listed? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that like and and then and then and then we get then we get some beautiful like I think direction this is great and just the, the, how fun it is is everyone just having a massive rammy just beating the shit out and screaming at each other and you said it and it's like it's that to me was probably the funniest scene in the whole film like it was just hilarious and then the best bit the best I know bit what you're gonna say is when is when the principal walks out and he's got a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, what what is he expecting to do with that? <laughs> He's got his baseball bat. He is going to lay some bitches open with Let's his baseball it. bat. His line because he's, he's like he, you know he's he's breaking people up and there was one girl like hung up by her coat like on a door and he goes to help her down and she like swings her leg at him and that's when he brings out like the baseball. Oh hell no! I didn't come from Southside to deal with this shit. <laughs> like bangs the fire alarm. I love it. It's a great, it's a great reading from Tim Meadows. It really is. It's excellent because you get the and, feeling. And that, then that, you get the feeling then that he, you know, you get a little peek like, oh, this guy, he's a bit, you know, rough and tumble. He's, you know, he's he's got a bit of a, a mean streak in him. Loved yeah. it. Um, there was, I don't know, man. There's, I think there's some really good comedy bits in this. We hadn't really mentioned like a part of the plan to, um, get back at Regina was to <laughs> break her up with. Aaron, Aaron, the the, the, the sexy boy, um, and one of the one of the ways that they do that is Damien puts on a mask, and it's like, dude, you are the only person we've seen in this entire movie who looks like has the same sh- has that shape. So, like, he runs the, runs down the hallway with this mask, grabs the handbag, yeah. and and Aaron chases him, and then they that's when they find the coach fucking being a paedophile, by the way, um, 
and that's all fine and hilarious. Um, but but the actual like chase really funny, and when they stop, and he takes the mask off, and they're both just stood watching. <laughs> oh, is, that made is, me laugh. Important to note: neither of them reported him then. This didn't oh, come no. out. He, he, him being a pedophile didn't come out until the oh, burn book was fucking. Oh, and everyone knew because, because it was in the burn book. Yeah, because it's played for laughs, and that's again the film is not going there. It's not touching that. It's just going to use it for comedy. <laughs> that's all it's going to do. Yeah. It's mm. all it's going to do. Um, the yeah, the, what like, I quite like the apology scene though. I like the bit when when again the principal has a go, <laughs> uh, and and the first the first like any, has anyone got any questions or anything whatever they want to say, and he's like, you know, I don't. I, I can't really something like I don't I just I have a wide set vagina or something like that and and and, and immediately the principal's like nope oh, there we go Tina Fey thank you <laughs> yeah, you can take um, this one it's tapped out I'm not a whore I just have a wide set vagina and a heavy flow and he's yeah. like you know what I'm I'm good you deal with this you deal with <laughs> I'm this outside I'm my wheelhouse so I'm gonna hand it over hundred percent the reaction why would, couldn't it have I been would. a boy riot why couldn't the boys have rioted. <laughs> Yeah. Detention. Solve something you said, Sam. Like in our WhatsApp messages discussing this, and it was before I watched it. But I think you hit the nail on the head as well when you said um, that all the adult, you know, character lines are very, you know, true to life. I think is is how you said it essentially because it is how real world adults would react to this. You know, like you know, the teenagers are trying to kick him off. Oh, fuck this, and then you know, I've got a wide set vagina. Nope, not my idea. <laughs> And it, and it and and what's funny like increasingly as I get older, like I spent the whole time watching this relating to the adults way more than I related to the kids. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is utterly <laughs> pathetic because I'm old and decrepit now. But it's yeah. like I I you spent the whole I'm completely movie thinking Neil Flynn and Neil Flynn's wife. You need to sort this out because you are this absentee parenting. That they are terrible parents. In Africa was very very poor. I can't wait, Sam, for you to get to the age and you're like at Star Wars, like, you know what? The Empire had some pretty good points. Just <laughs> yeah. them. Order. Uh, no, yeah. you see, Ross, we only get more right wing if we get if we if we Money. begin to be wealthier. And as yeah. we're all getting poorer by the second, <laughs> uh, never gonna happen. So fine. If you would like to see a more right wing podcast, please donate to our Patreon. <laughs> You can actively see Donald Trump twenty twenty four. Yeah, I'll start wearing I mean, a top hat to the podcast. If uh, if, if even we get some I think a hundred pounds, donations. based on our desperateness, a hundred pounds would get us to full Republican. You've uh, got Ben Shapiro on this podcast. Are we going to yeah. a hundred quid? That's it. That's all we need. Please, please. <laughs> you will have a Rush Limbaugh. Cost us money, and then we'll become more left wing. So if that's what you want, you can do that too. Uh, <laughs> God, you want <laughs> you lefty snowflakes. <laughs> so getting back to this movie um we have a scene after this where we have the like and this is again like another comedy scene in the gym where tina fey fey's character is basically like right we need to basically like squash all these beefs we need to you know we're all women and we need to support each other and like how are we gonna do this um they all get up on the stage and they say something a truth and then they fall and all the girls catch them and you know, it's uh, I don't know, man. Like this is a bit, you know, very American. De- Do you know what? In this country, you're all in detention. All of your parents will be informed. But yeah, that's well, it. That's the end of it. Dave, Dave, Dave. I'll go one further. Even if it got to that point, like let's do the exercise. No child is fucking catching them. Everyone's no, no one's going to fall back because they know everyone's going to let everyone drop. You wouldn't even get that yep. far. 
You would really be like, you would really have to be quite confident in your own popularity to mm. be like, oh, I'm going to crack my skull open on this floor yeah. or, because all of these fuckers are assholes. Or have the genetics of a cat. So it's like, just before you're about to, you turn, <laughs> land on your feet. Um, I but thought... it's a, you know, it's a, it's a fun scene of like a, again, what the movie's doing is trying to have like a build a, this, the build towards this like happier, nicer, this mending, is the contrition portion, really, isn't it, for, for Katie? It's the contrition portion of, of the movie where she feels guilty because she's been horrible and she must, you know, join them athletes and wear a really ugly jumper um, and embarrass this other school um, to, like, make amends, you know. And, and the gym scene is, is that thing. Uh, again, another mention in this gym scene of, like... Um, Oh, well, you know, obviously, when it turned out, the allegations against the coach were absolutely true. Um, you know, mm. mm-hmm. again, moving on, we're fine. <laughs> Next. The film, the, 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 yeah. We're, we're not, we're not going to touch that. We're okay. We're fine. We're not going to go to that. There's one thing that I noticed in this, and in the, I think it's in this scene, and uh, like, there's lots of quite inclusive um, uses of, like people in wheelchairs and stuff, which I think is quite mm-hmm. nice. Like it's it's quite rare that you see that in in films where we're gonna have people with disabilities actually just portrayed as like normal characters. And there's not, yeah. yeah. There's not really like a joke bit. I'm trying to remember if I think there's a girl who's um is in a wheelchair and she falls backwards. I think, and they I don't know if do they do they play that for last where she crushes them. I can't no, remember. It's not her. The, the, there's one person. Uh, I can't remember. Which yeah, the horrible one. So they yeah, drop yeah. the person in the wheelchair. They don't. They 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 are not able to catch her. She like backs up or something. Was like, I? I'm I'm trying to look for it. I'm trying to look for it, but I can't remember. So, well, if that's the case, then the movie shits all over the fact that it's been having <laughs> I this inclusive. My previous statement. Yeah. If not, then congratulations, movie. You managed to avoid what would be a very very crass joke. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I, I can't quite I remember and I can't find it. Don't, so. I don't it's recall very much that. The former. Um, and I've seen this movie more than once, so I think that like, I don't know. Let's not let's not go come down one side of the fence or the other on on whether that actually occurs. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the final portion of this movie, which is kind of like the, it's the high school dance. They've got to go back to 1955 um, <laughs> and make Martin McFly's parents fall in love with each other. Um, <laughs> Oh. I was like, "All oh, right, yeah, cool, yeah." Oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Why aren't we doing Back to the Future sooner? Because that's a fantastic movie that I could talk about. Uh, because apparently, we'd rather watch like mid orts fucking teen comedies than yeah. the, the thing is yeah. like mid eighties teen comedies. It's in the same category as Shawshank Redemption, not production value or like you know kitchen stories. <laughs> But not, the, not, the, not in quality on, or production theme, value tone, or thing. What I'm tone. saying is, I'm, what I'm saying is, you colossal pricks. It's like <laughs> a sequel. It's like a sequel, really, isn't it? Shawshank Two. <laughs> back, back Shawshank to the Future Four. The Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Marty, Marty, so I've got to tell you about Andy Dufresne and the sisters. I'm dropping out of this podcast because <laughs> there's such sort of well-loved movies and like it's hard to sort of 
to find new things to talk about. I would love to do Back to the Future, but I think it would just be, oh, do you remember when this happened? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, and what about when they got in the car? Oh, fuck yeah, I love the DeLorean. Yeah, that's fair enough. So let's carry on trudging through this then, shall we? So mean girls. So they have... Katie's been grounded and she basically has like admitted to the school she says to stop her teacher getting basically put in prison for selling drugs because <laughs> yeah. she isn't selling drugs those are the um, stakes those are the stakes <laughs> um, because again like well the coach turned out to be a paedophile so maybe all of this is true um, he gets a pass but we can't we can't let two slide sorry so read yeah. what now <laughs> So, um, Kate, Katie says, it was me, I wrote it all, like, which is silly, because it wasn't, but okay. She said it was her, so that basically everyone else isn't in trouble. She gets grounded, she joins the athletes, and, like, there's a weird thing at the end of this movie where, has Regina been hit by the bus yet? Did we mention that? Yes, no, she, we've missed it. This well, we'll come back to because you. I know. I know. I see where you're going. But this come out. This come out of nowhere. Like I was just, what the fuck? Especially yeah. when, 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 because of the narration, and she's like, and then she died, and then she goes, just kidding. She was <laughs> grievously injured though. <laughs> like it was. Do you know what? That's Spinal really, fracture. Really Spinal funny. Fracture. It's it's a funny scene because it's like. Great. You don't. It just literally like the bus just plows out of this side of the screen and moves mm. down, and you're like. What? <laughs> it takes you a second to be like, I'm sorry, what, what just happened? It, it, you mentioned Scrubs, Ross, and that is, that is it's just exactly that type of like yeah. cutaway gag where you think, oh, that's weird, and, but actually they, they managed to pay it off through the plot. So that's an important point, isn't it? Because now she's kind of like recovering and, and you know she's got this brace on to go to the dance and stuff. Yeah, but um, Katie isn't going to the dance. Now, it's confusing because she's going to the Mathlete Katie. Whatever, um, I refuse to be censored or made to make, say the right names. Um, but she doesn't tell her parents that, who presumably be like, "Oh yeah, absolutely, you can go to this maths competition." Um, yeah. So they think she's gone to the dance. It's a really weird thing of like, I know you're grounded, but like, I'm sure your parents would be like, "Yes, of course, we are happy for you to go to a scholastic competition that you're yeah. competing in." Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a. It, Why it, is it at the same time as the prom? By the way, I know it's weird. Because none of the nerds would be going to the prom. That's why. But isn't that's why yeah? Isn't oh, the guy? You shouldn't like. You shouldn't make it that obvious. Like I have this the next day. You isn't know? the guy <laughs> love interest though on the team on the math team? No. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. So he's supposed to be. Um, yeah, anyway. Moving but, on. But no, though, the, the math, the math scene, the math scene. Um, I think it's funny. It works well, and you get to you get to see that thing which I spoke about earlier of her like rejecting the maths club because she doesn't want to be a nerd, and actually she's dead smart. And like the message is, you should embrace that. You should embrace being smart, even though you might get you know you might get beaten to shit <laughs> because of that. But I mean, you know if- the the tip for any any aspiring you know kids out there. Um, like if you Aspiring look as good kids. as Lindsay Lohan, yeah. if you if you're good looking, you can be a nerd. It's fine. Like yes. no problem. No one's gonna have a problem with you being a nerd if you're really good looking. It's if you, okay. If you want to be smart, you better be pretty. If if <laughs> also if you're, you're going to be dumb, you better be pretty. Just be pretty. Rule one: be pretty. Like yeah. you know, if you're a nerd in in high school and you are average looking, then the the inevitable um, result is you're going to get a podcast with two of your friends. That's what's going to happen. That's the result. So look this is to what that. success sounds like, guys. <laughs> 
and looks like this is literally the best we could do. <laughs> <laughs> One day but, uh, you can be us. Yeah, yeah. Please, great please. line delivery. Patreon.com. Um, <laughs> so we have. We have the dance scene at the end, and this is the scene I have. The, Here we go. The, maybe the second, my second least favorite scene. So we have. I really hate. I really. It's tropey, and this whole movie is tropey. But the somehow she wins. Like spring, it's the spring dance. Spring queen. Like what? That's never really spring like logically fling. explained. As how does she win? Flings. How does she win? I I I I think it's because she like half of the. Is it because half of the kids who who um, there's something about half the kids? It's that half the kids didn't like you, but half of them did. So the ones who did like you because you, I don't, I don't get it. I couldn't follow it's it. It's something like you know um, they do, they do. But it's something like you know a lot of them didn't want to vote for such and such Regina. a person, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. some of them voted for you because um, they they don't disagree with the system, so they wanted to like anyway. Yeah, that, doesn't like feel, that doesn't feel like a victory, though, does it? Like, essentially, Ross, essentially, essentially, it's a we need to have Lindsay Lohan up on stage, you know, and she can't be playing the guitar in the band because this isn't Back to the Future. Um, but we have to have her up on stage, and she has to do the speech, yeah. and it's just like fucking take me out back and shoot me. To be fair, oh, we all just get along. I'm to be- breaking this crown. You're a queen, and you're a queen, and you're a queen. And I'm like, oh my fucking lord! To be fair, Somebody though, to be this fair, woman out of her misery. This the film, yep. The, no, no, but the film, the film does put, does hang a lantern on it and say, and and I, and I love, I love the deliveries from Tim Meadows. He's like. Uh, there was no requirement for you to give a speech, and then <laughs> later on, feel free to stop at any point. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, people, stage. people, people usually just uh, take the crown. Take the crown, like it's that was funny. That was really, really made me laugh because it's because it is it is subverting it a little bit where you've got like the you know the, the, yeah. the lovely speech and all that, which is it's fine. It's it's it kind of fits the film. It kind of fits what it fits her arc and it fits the the direction that the film's going in. Which is why can't we all just be friends and we're all special and everyone's unique and that's okay and that's good. So I I don't mind it. I think it's a bit trite, but that's the point. It's a, it's a teen movie. A bit. Like, it's it's a teen movie. Trite. It's a teen. I just movie. think my problem is that like you've got the the foundation for like a really fun like teen movie here, especially when Regina gets hit by the bus. Like you're in crazy country then. You can do what you like. Yes. You just run one of your characters over with a bus. You know, like you could you could have like a really zany ending to this movie, but they don't. They go for like the most trite, like we'll all be friends sort of ending. And like, well, oh, when we were six, when we were sixteen, God, we didn't know anything, but now we're seventeen. We're all aren't we all so pretty all in our down. own way? Yeah, we're all and pretty. We're all just I mean, chilled. I'm pretty because I'm absolutely gorgeous. But aren't we all pretty? Even you, ugly people, aren't you well, pretty too? Especially me, because I there am is pretty. again though there is a there is a shot there is like two there's two there's two of the people that she throws a thing to. One of them is yeah. the woman in the wheelchair, the girl in the wheelchair. I don't necessarily think the film is like actively saying, um, you know, despite the way you are you're still you're still pretty i don't think the film is like trying at that but it kind of comes off it's a little bit like a like a you know like affirmative thing where we're gonna yeah yeah, well not yeah not not isn't it isn't i think i I I think it's just played as if like but the fact but but but, but when they go to the when they go to the basically the fat girl which 
like even you with your hair slick, like it's I just think mm, it's a little <laughs> bit yeah, too close it's, to just it's even being what she says along with it even you with you know, and you're like uh, fuck you bitch even you, you, what, do you mean, ugly, yeah. what do you mean fucking even me? fuck you worm of a person yeah 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 I don't again I don't think it's an intention of the movie but I think it's maybe just like Jesus a thing of, Sam you are very forgiven of this movie no 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 you no. are very the paedophile goes scot free fucking they're like you know patting was the, a- the girl in the wheelchair on the head and you're like oh no they didn't mean it like that and I then, wasn't advocating the- for those things <laughs> sounds, sounds like you are <laughs> what I'm saying is I think it's a two, early 2000s like cultural thing <laughs> where the intention is to po- is to point out that even these freaks can be um, can it's be nice. It's a bit nice. tone deaf, isn't it? It's a bit yeah. tone deaf. Whereas deaf. actually, maybe just have like you know, like in- integrate them as characters into into the film. So we With lines. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just I'll one t- or two. I don't know about that, yeah. guys. Well, like, yeah, a line that isn't. I have an onset wide vagina. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I have a maybe, white maybe, set vagina and Sarah, a heavy like flow is the exact quote <clears throat> seared into my brain. But we have day. this prom we have this prom scene and then like we have the, the flash forward, don't we, where you know, oh and now we're all sat on the grass and we're all just chilled out and like, oh look, it's um Amy Adams and oh she's wearing a t-shirt oh she's obviously cool Rachel, now Rachel McAdams but yes not Amy Adams what did I say it's a di- Amy Adams it's a different movie <laughs> yeah, fair enough I'm very tired let's get Amy um, Adams in she's great though brilliant I can yeah. see it Yeah, she could play every role in some sort of Eddie Murphy-ish thing John Malkovich <laughs> yeah um, but we have like this really like oh we're all fine now and we have a voiceover it's like oh and we all we all got over our teenage angst like overnight somehow question mark don't address that too closely and you know oh and Aaron's gone to college but I still get to see him occasionally and it's like wasn't your relationship based on lies and base lust I think we um, can literally count on one hand the amount of times we see her speak to him genuinely develop relationship if, from if the if there was a scene after this scene where you get you to see like the principal signing in order to keep medicating an entire year of the school like it would fit you'd be like oh actually that explains the ending yeah they're all fucking high as shit great yeah well well you you, you talk about like the zaniness and i think that I think the bit at the end where we get to see the new plastics who are like, I don't know how much, maybe a year below or something, but they, they look a lot younger anyway, you know, maybe we're like 14 yeah. or something. So they're coming, they're, they're walking on and then we get this bit where they, they, they get hit by the bus just like... Well, um, Lindsay Lohan says, oh, what, someone says to her like, whoa, oh, the new plastics, uh, you know, oh, we'll have to solve that and then, and then it's like, oh, they, we'll just run them over with a bus like we did to Regina. That seemed to have done the job there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a weird, like, I think if if they'd ended on on the <laughs> on bus <that>. thing, <laughs> I think this whole movie changes. I think everything changes because then then you're like, so... You'd, you'd question is, things. Is this... Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's just like, is this real? Like, is it? Have I been watching? Have I been basically had a, um, a what's the word? Not irresponsible. Not unre- irresponsible n- uh, narrator. You know when? Um, yeah. Unreliable. Unreliable sorry. narrator. God, my brain. <laughs> unreliable. <laughs> irresponsible. Just throwing. Irresponsible drinking <laughs> while driving. Yeah. We've got an unreliable narrator who's basically been telling us loads of shit throughout the movie, and then and then you could almost go back in like a. 
in like a memento style thing where you could go back and watch it and see the points where she's been talking shit, you know. But the film doesn't want to go there because it wants to end on a positive message. I think the positive message is back in the in the scene with uh, Tina Fey in, in in the in the gym, you in know, the when, or the, yeah. yeah, like I I think it would have been a great choice though, just to say, well, that's it. Believe what you want, you know. We're going to end on these these girls getting run over by a bus. Comedy. I gold. would have liked. Um, so let's <laughs> let's try and like. Let's talk about ways this movie maybe could have like distinguished itself a little more because I think this is quite a a big movie. It made a lot of money. It cost thirty million to make, and I think it made about one hundred and thirty, hundred and forty at box office. So like, bank. It made bank, and I think it's quite well known for all that. I don't think I I certainly don't think it's got like the cult following that something like Ten Things I Hate About You's got. Yeah, um, but for I, my I think movie, it has a much. Sorry, I think it has a much broader following, surely, doesn't it? I mean, I think no. This, I, this I, I, broader... What I mean is, I don't think I don't think anyone's quite as like, oh my god, Mean Girls is the best thing. Like, I don't think it has yeah. that same level of fandom. That do you know what I mean? I don't think the people know, who I... like this mean love girls it as much that. as the people who like Mean Girls is Meme Girls. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, whereas Ten Things has like Dave put that 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 following. Do you know what I mean? And, and you know, stands the test of time, as we've said in our previous episode. Um, but Mean Girls, you know. By pure osmosis, you you know you're aware of the things that goes on in it, and like you know, there's there, it's 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 a meme yeah. movie now, isn't it? Yeah, so. it's it's maybe more singular. Um, Ten things I hate about you is maybe more singular, but this, the cultural impact of this, though, I think is huge. We talked about the memes. There's also like a, I think um, there's a Mean Girls Day, which come you see on the internet every now and again, October third, which is some line that Katie uh, says in the in the film about being October third. Uh, there's also like I think the, the like the amount of the amount of memes and their misappro- um, misappropriation. One, which is crazy when you think about this, uh, I'll quote. I'll just quote here. In June 2018, the official Twitter account of the Israeli embassy in the United States made headlines when it responded to a tweet by Iranian leader calling Israel a malignant cancerous tumor with an animated GIF of the "Why are you so obsessed with me?" quote from Mean Girls. <laughs> Wow, which is, which is, you know, diplomacy by meme. I think is what, is what that is, which is quite amazing. Jesus like, you gotta, please, whoever that, who, whoever's managing that account, great comms, maybe not applied in the right way. <laughs> you know, back. yeah, maybe as not. a marketing, uh, you know, uh, that was a, that was an intern on the last day. Do you know what I mean? They don't give a fuck. Don't worry, guys. They're in an Israeli prison now. It's fine. <laughs> um, or you, or you think they made it to prison? it's like Guantanamo Bay Ross it's like Israeli prison like they're fine we just moving on moving on moving on yeah (laughs) I said we weren't going to mention Israel on this episode um so but but it it does um I think there is like a generational thing though about this being like the high school movie probably in the same way for many people that Breakfast Club you know uh, Mm. was was the high school movie a few decades you know I have, de- a, I have, a, I have a, an analog for boys. I think this is maybe like the American pie for women. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I'd agree that. I think that like, you're doing a very confused face, Sam. But I think that like, American pie is something that when we were teenagers, like we were obsessed with. That and like, I think for girls, this is maybe kind of like that. You know, um, not, in the same, not in quite the same way, but I think that like, 
there is a gender there is a gender disparity here and obviously as men like it's hard for us to talk about this in obviously from that point of view because of you know being men um but i think maybe it's in terms of like the lasting men are the worst like the lasting we are the worst the lasting cultural knowledge of like you know being quoting this movie and this mean girls is really quotable but it's never a movie that even though i saw as a teenager like you know i I would would have really really adored because it's you know it's a girls movie ultimately yeah i just despite i think a lot the real best efforts of of um of the writing which does i think it does a great job and you know as we've said already i think this is a better script than it is a movie because Mm -hmm. some of the lines like are just amazing (laughs) like amazing amazing jokes really funny amazingly delivered by this great comedic cast and then you're like okay but i've got to watch more movie to get to the next one where we get you know so it kind of i think there is an effort to make it a bit more um like broad but also for adults because you could watch this as a 12 they did tone sorry, down you, some I, of the language, sorry, um, to make this. A, yeah. I think it's like a PG-13 in America, which is like a 12A here, something like that. Yeah, 12A, um, yeah. And so, like, there's the, the line of such and such made out with a hot dog. Um, <laughs> like, the actual, like, joke in the script is such and such fucked a hot dog. <laughs> they couldn't say it. Or, like, sorry, masturbated with a hot dog. Masturbated with a hot dog. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. but like, Ma- that's the joke, and that's really funny. Made out with a hot dog is funny, but that's really funny. But they couldn't put it in because then your twelve-year-olds can't go and see this movie because, mummy, what's masturbation? Yeah. Let's um, and there was another joke about popping your cherry, but they decided that that was too, like, colloquially known, so they changed it to buttered her muffin, or something, <laughs> yeah. which is like. Not really the same. Doesn't make any sense, but okay. But it's no um, different. It's no weirder than popping a cherry in terms yeah, but of like the phrase. What, is it? It's like yeah. to disca- it, it's what I said about this being like a secret SNL like adult movie, not adult movie, but like movie for adults. I should say, um, yeah. like yeah. because they kind of had to hide all of this, like quite you know, adult humor in a movie that is you know relatively like there's a lot of adult themes here but it's not it's for teenagers it's for like you know and it's not even for 16 and 17 year olds this is for 12 and 13 year olds it's kind of like that's where your money is yeah yeah who who were you know dreaming of high school and what it's going to be like and then these these are the expectations they set with some jokes thrown in for the the grown-ups who are you know usually falling asleep in a dark cinema while they're annoying well well, you know the teenage daughter and her annoying friends giggle and throw popcorn and stuff so yeah yeah but Um, but it's a good yeah i enjoyed this i have to say like the the process of watching it was fun there was enough there was enough to keep me going and that's kind of what i want from any movie really like i don't need to be blown away every time i can just enjoy it as a thing and you know i think it's it make it makes for a good conversation you and I are on are on opposite sides of the fence on this one, Sam. I just I didn't oh. enjoy it at all. So, Dave, you look like you want to say something there before I did. Sorry, I was go just on. Gonna say, I was just going to say, go on. You know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> smooth. It's um, it it for me like you know we all agree that the opening was quite intriguing, but I feel like you know the fish out of water thing. You know, someone from South Africa. You could you could have made that character from anything else, you know, because they said as well that she's homeschooled, just make her homeschooled then because she doesn't speak with a South African accent or an African accent, but you, you can overlook that, it's a teen movie, but what makes her, her different about being from Africa, you know as opposed to being homeschooled, you know from any other part of the country 
there, yes, there's some clips there about, oh, the high school is like the jungle, and then they're acting like monkeys and stuff, but that's, it's really low-hanging fruit for me, and it could have been something to really, something really interesting to explore there, and it just doesn't, but again, it's a teen movie, so may, maybe not, but d- then don't make it from South Africa, do you know what I mean? Um, it goes on, and then it's it, it's watchable, it's fine, you know, there's some jokes in there, again, you know, the, the teacher characters, they're all fantastic, but it's that third act for me, and just, it's like someone just pulled the handbrake, and Jesus, it dragged by for me. Ross, Dave, I don't... Go on, Ross, I don't, I don't think my father, the inventor of the toaster strudel, is going to be pleased to hear this. I really don't. I don't think <laughs> your it's father going to be can a good... suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can butter his muffin. Butter his muffin. Um, yeah, come on. This is a, this is a PG podcast. Uh, I kind of, I like this movie. Large. So, Sam, I just realised that your dad actually listens to this podcast. So, Mr. Jordan, I do apologise. <laughs> Nah, and, and Andrew's I thought you were just cool. saying he's, something he's throw away. Like, oh shit, no, he actually listens to this, so yes, yeah. you don't you don't have to. That's very respectful. To. Yeah. We very can insult respectful. I can insult both of your parents because they didn't listen to it, so it's all good. Like it's You're fine. A brave man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not, not to their faces, Sam. Just yeah. bear that in mind. Just um, on the podcast. <laughs> so I kind of agree with, 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 with you largely, Sam. I did like this movie. I think it I think it flows quite well. It's quite well made. The bits I enjoyed, as we discussed, I really liked Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and uh, Tim Meadows are like they're who I'm there for. You know, like all the best lines were from Tim Meadows. The baseball and, like, bat, gone. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the fact he's got like carpal tunnel. He's got this massive thing. Like I love how pathetic all of these adults are, and they're like, <laughs> you know, oh my car's been stolen. I don't have any money to buy a new car. I love that there's a really depressing movie about how underpaid teachers are in the Tina background of this movie. Three jobs. Yep. And and again, like there is a secret there are secret movies going on in the background of this movie and it's kind of to its credit. For me, I liked the Africa stuff and if you're gonna have that, what I would want is much more of like a zany like you know kids acting like animals like you know throwing water at each other but i would want that throughout the movie i would want yeah. all these cutaways where like her and regina have a big fight and you know they have a fight but what we see is they both get down on all fours and start flinging dirt at each other snarling. And have a proper fight david attenborough is commenting and, and then, now we see the two gorillas face off against one another yeah and then we could like pan back into the end of the fight where they're both storming off and like we know as a viewer that they, but it's a it maybe a bit heavy-handed. But there's a way no, of doing it's... that where like high school is a jungle. That yeah. would be the the theme of the movie is that high school it's a is bit... a jungle. I think you could do that. It's a funny bit though, isn't it? It's a funny bit, and I think the the tension of that would be then like integrating it in a in a in a yeah. one and a half hour uh, movie. But I th- I totally agree, and I think your suggestion, Ross, that this this would be a good TV show. I absolutely mm. agree with that because I think it really would work better as a as a bit more segmented, so you could yeah, lean into some minutes. of the comedy a bit more, yeah. you know, and not have to be beholden to your runtime, which is yeah. this definitely, yeah. this definitely. Um, is. I think they've got a sequel, um, I believe, direct to DVD or streaming or whatever it is. Don't no, no literally nobody is involved um, other than one person who I am just so going you to find out. But I, I, I'm genuinely surprised. This, I assume that none of the cast wanted to come back. And like that's usually the sticking point, of like because this made enough money, like 
you could do a second movie and it'd be shite. <laughs> Go on, but Sam. It'd be fine. Who came back, Sam? Who came back? <laughs> Tim Meadows. I'm going to watch it right now. I'm sorry, but that's that was the one person you could have said. And I was like, <laughs> well, all right, I'm back on board. I'm back on board. Absolutely. He is there. He's there, and I'm, I'm going to go and just look for a, he's a, the a smash Levy. cut. He's the Eugene Levy of yes. the Girls series. Yes, yes like, Eugene Levy came back for every one of those piss-poor straight-to-DVD oh. American Pie sequels. American every Pie 7, Bandcamp. Listen, American, I don't... Pie se- American Pie 7, Kindergarten Cop. Seven, there was, there was two, even one called four. American Pie Presents. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Amazing. There was actually one, one thing. day. Sorry, Dave. I just uh, just a quick tidbit on American Pie. There was one thing where um, someone pointed out that, like you know, in Tesco stuff, you know, like they they sell like you know uh, DVD you know series of, of movies and stuff. I thought you were going to say pies that you can fuck. Oh no, no, Jesus! Suggested. <laughs> wow. At Tesco's, they sell pies like they fucking American Pie. Oh, interesting. Ross. Interesting. We're, we're running over here, so I'm Dallas back. So like there was like you know um so like there's a box set American Pie one two and three for twenty pounds, and then there was American Pie one to seven for twelve pounds. <laughs> so not, I, think not only, I'll ha- I think I'll pay the extra seven quid to not have those movies. Not only is the extra movies cheaper, but it devalues. <laughs> it's because <laughs> it's. It devalues, it devalues the first three movies. Literally, financially it devalues the first three movies. It's because if you're buying that as a gift right, at Christmas and you, and, you, and you hand someone one to seven, someone's looking like, what the fuck? And if you hand them one, oh, I like those films. But one to seven, fuck you, you must really hate me. Just God spit damn it. Yeah. One day we should do some of those, uh, some of those sequels. I bet American Pie earns the title of cummiest comedy to ever be made. I know yeah. we said we're uh, going to do Shawshank. Let's just do the American Pie fucking anthology. American Pie podcast. That's what we are now. American, are. American then... Pie fourteen. Who could possibly understand what's happening? Eugene Levy's still there. He's still Eugene there. Levy's now the main character. He's now fucking the pie. And then we could all take like you know our American Pie personality tests. Sam, obviously Stifler. Dave, Eugene Levy. Ross doesn't matter because he killed himself after the third movie. Sorry. Ross, Nadia, the foreign exchange student. There you go. Good lord, the amount of consent issues in that movie. We should do it one day. That would be that, that would be fun. Do you oh, know what? So I, it, bet, I bet that movie does not hold up. Not 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 in 2021, I imagine. But what we are so that's we've done, me girls. Well done. We're not doing American Pie because I will not let us. Uh, I think next week yet, uh, yet I think next week we're doing the terminal, which we may have teased before, but we are actually going to do it. This I think time. I'm busy that day. I actually like not terminal. because oh dear. Okay, well we'll see. We'll see what it's like on the rewatch. This is the Tom Hanks movie Tom from Hanks 2004. Tom Hanks lives in an airport, and that's somehow not problematic or. <laughs> It's weird. Diamond of the American immigration system. It's weird. We'll go there, but I'm sure there's a lovely, hopeful message at the end. Just because it's a Tom Hanks movie, we was contractually obliged to include. Uh, but we'll get there. I'm sure Tom <laughs> Hanks is good in it. I'll say that. Probably. Probably. Um, I haven't but seen it in we'll many years. We'll be back years. to that, and uh, I'm going to say it right now. I think that movie is going to be worse than this movie was, and I think it's longer. It oh is dear. 
It is longer. More than two hours? The thing Jesus is, if, 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 if Terminal was 90 minutes, I think we'd get away with it. I think, or I think it would get away with it. I think it's like two hours plus. And oh, yeah. Tom I Hanks like it, but just... I think you guys are going to tear it to shreds. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's my favourite thing about the podcast is taking a movie that one of us really loves. Um, the one that really jumps to mind is Pursuit of Hat Blindness. And, and going through a PowerPoint presentation why your opinion is wrong. Reason the 51st why you're wrong about this movie. And then by the end of the podcast, and this is what I love, and we have it with me as well frequently, by the end of the podcast, the person who loved that movie does not love that movie as much. Yeah. Like, we literally break down your own, like, you know, Pleasant liking memories. of something. Yeah. 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 This Childhood destroyed yeah. by... We devalue by it. Ma- we literally devalue our own memories. <laughs> we American buy the movies you like. 